So, do you remember all those times when you said that you really need to focus and it would be really helpful if you just didn't go out so much and if you could just spend more time at home? Well, guess what, everybody? Now is your chance. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So, cue the music. Welcome to the Ultimate Insurance Agency Podcast. Planet of the Agents. Planet of the Agents. Where we give you the real scoop on being an insurance agent and running an agency. This show is all about helping you focus on earning more money as an agent and building your own insurance empire. Empire. Here's your industry-leading host who has generated tens of thousands of insurance leads. This is Dave Baker. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you once again, everybody, for joining me here on the show today. First of all, I do want to make sure to say that I hope everyone out there is staying healthy and doing their best to deal with the isolation of the time. It's a new experience for a lot of people, and working at home is a big change for a lot of you. I know that if you're used to going to an office every day like I basically was, this is a big change, and it's not what we've expected. But it's a situation that we're in, and there's no point in worrying about what's going on that we can't control. You know, I've heard several people tell me, these are really tough times. And while that's true, there's something that you should really remember. Tough times do not last forever, but tough people do. Perhaps you've heard that expression, if I can make it here, I can make it anywhere. Well, let's apply that to this situation. If you and your business and your agency can make it through this, then you can make it through anything. As I record this episode, we're probably not actually even at the peak of what's going to happen with this ongoing virus situation that the entire world is dealing with right now. None of us actually knows what this peak is going to look like in terms of the business world, the insurance agency world, and how it's going to affect small businesses and large businesses. When things look grim, particularly in the business world, or in our cases, in the world of insurance sales, I often think to myself, What is it you're supposed to do when things seem like they're not going very well? Or perhaps for some of you, when things seem like they're going terribly, in this case due to the, again, ongoing coronavirus situation. I often reflect on a saying from Baron Rothschild, which goes something like, the time to buy is when the blood is in the streets. Now, that can be interpreted many ways. In his case, I believe that he was referring to the time to buy property is when everything else around you is crashing. But in our case, in the world of insurance, how can we interpret this and how can we apply this to our industry? Well, right now what I've been thinking is this is a time to shine. This is a time to stand out. And when it's all over, which eventually it will be, Whoever's left standing will probably be bigger and better after they make key decisions during this important time in the world. Now, let's look at another industry. Let's look at the stock market. 
Did you know that the stock market actually has different fear gauges? Sometimes they're called volatility measures. And what they do is they measure how many people are selling their stocks at a certain time. And not specific people, but for example, they will look at the market going down, meaning the stock market, heading south. And when the selling really starts to accelerate and they see a large volume of shares, meaning the number of shares that's being sold, is accelerating faster and faster, some people look at that as the time to buy. That's the time for opportunity. Again, just like during the crash and the Great Depression in the 1920s and 1930s, that was actually an incredible buying time. In 2008, a lot of people lost their houses. But don't forget, there's another side to that coin, and a lot of people also acquired their houses. And some people were able to acquire more property than they ever would have been able to purchase due to what's been going on. Chance favors the well-prepared. The more prepared you are, the better luck you're going to have, so to speak. So while these quotes might not be directly related to our industry, they give us something to start from. How can we draw from what, what's being said here? Here's the thing. I read Instagram just like everybody else, and I see all the posts going around about what people are doing. It sure seems like a lot of people have a newfound freedom. They seem to have all this time to sit around and watch Netflix and Hulu and catch up on all their favorite shows and memes and spend just countless hours online. I actually cannot believe that's what people are doing with this time. I realize that some people are working and then also supplementing that by watching movies at the same time, but I don't think that's what someone should be doing right now. Now's the time to be honing your skills. Now's the time to either be marketing or prepare to be marketing. I want to tell you about some different things that might be happening after this is all over. Let's just be realistic here. Not all people will be returning to your agency. And not all people will probably be even returning to their same industry. Do you know what happens when people and in this case, let's say agents go on vacation or take time off, or even CSRs or other members of the agency team, do you know what happens in the owner's brain when these people are gone and they're not there? Two things happen. One, there's the well-known idea of out of sight, out of mind, which suggests that when you don't see somebody or something, eventually you'll forget about it. In fact, that's probably how most of us get over relationships and breakups. As time passes, slowly but surely, you forget, and it makes things better. That method of getting over something might be very useful for the person who is trying to forget something. But what if you're the one who's being forgotten? Well, let me tell you a few things that an owner might be thinking to himself or herself when a situation arises when you don't see your team members or your staff, or when your people aren't working at the same pace and efficiency that you're accustomed to. Well, let's say, for example, someone is now working from home, that could be you, and they notice that your production has really fallen off, or you're not completing tasks the same way, or perhaps you simply just don't log in at all. 
Well, what happens a lot of time with smaller agencies is that the owner or someone else will start picking up the tasks of that person. I can think of times in the past where someone would take a leave of absence for some reason and he or she would be gone for two or three weeks and other people had to attend to that person's tasks. Well, what the owner might notice is either one, he or she can do those tasks themselves. They don't even need that person at all. The tasks were so small and for some reason they were being dragged out to an extended period of time. Another thing that might happen is if you have a couple customer service reps or a couple sales reps and the other people are now picking up the slack from the person who's kind of disappeared, you might think to yourself, is this person actually contributing enough to the agency to justify them still being here? I would like to hope that most of us will go back to somewhat of a regular routine, although it might be in a different format in the future. We might not see everybody in an office anymore. More people are going to ask to work from home because they've been experiencing a different lifestyle that they had mentioned that they wanted to try before and now they like it because perhaps there's no one around them or no one supervising them. Or worse, they can sit around and pet the dog and watch Netflix in the background. But is that where you want to be when this is all over? That's not what I want to see. Now, you might be thinking, oh no, everybody's just working the same way they did when things were the way they were just back in February of 2020. But a lot of major websites and entertainment sites are reporting heavily increased usage during the day, whether it's watching movies or listening to music. In fact, if you do some research, you can even see that there are adult websites that are reporting increased usage during the day. That's a whole other topic that we're probably never going to discuss on this show. But the point is, now is not the time to sit around and watch movies or watch your favorite TV show from the 90s. Now is the time to shine. Now is the time to step up and make yourself noticed on your team. Look, I know that there are reduced opportunities right now. And what I really feel is actually that now is a time when you might not be seeing new leads. In fact, there are a lot of people who have been telling me that they're getting no new leads at all and no new potential customers. I often ask carriers and marketing reps or other people in the industry, are you seeing a slowdown right now? And I think all of them have told me, oh yes. One underwriter told me that they used to have 100 emails waiting in their inbox, and now they only have 10 or less a day. And that is quite a slowdown in business. But you know what? Who cares? Once again, like I said in previous episodes, there is still a ton of opportunity. So let's talk about this from two different angles. First, what if you are an insurance agent or producer or broker, whatever term you use at your location? Well, there's a lot that you can actually be doing right now. Sure, you might have zero leads right now, meaning new leads, which means people requesting new quotes who are new customers that you did not already have. But I would bet that you have a lot of people that you could follow up with. I like to separate my follow-ups into three categories which are basically based on a time frame. First, for example, let's look at the near-term follow-up. That's someone who's recently requested a quote, perhaps in the last week 
or as far out as a month. And I call those the short-term follow-ups or the one-monthers. And those people are probably sitting at home just like everybody else is right now, and they have a lot more time to talk about their insurance. So if it's on the personal line side, it's highly likely that they still need their insurance. You can't just cancel your car insurance, and you can't just cancel your homeowner's insurance, generally speaking, or if you have a mortgage, they're going to force place insurance on you. So why not go back in your email a month or two and look at all the people to whom you sent quotes and send them a follow-up letter? Or here's a new idea. Pick up the phone and see if they're home. See if you can follow up with them. There are a lot of people who will be surprised. Some people will say, why are you calling me or why are you emailing me? I'm not interested. That's fine. That's just part of any sales job. But there are other people who will say things like, oh, I was meaning to take care of that. Well, I guess I have time now, so why don't I handle that insurance that I can still deal with right now? On the other side, if you're working in the business side of the industry, meaning commercial insurance, yes, it's likely that there are people who are not going to be opening their new store or their new office in the immediate future. But there are different things you could be doing. You can follow up with them to set a potential schedule. You can ask them if they have a lease, which obligates them to have insurance. Maybe you'll have extra time with them where you can review what they currently have and perhaps show why you're able to offer them better coverage, hopefully at a more competitive price to make them happy as well. You can even spend some time discussing the qualities of the coverages that you're offering. The next group is what I call the half-year people. Those are people that I like to follow up with about four and a half months after the communication ends. Those are probably going to be more either short-term policies in the commercial world or in the personal world, that's probably going to be your auto clients who are on a six-month policy or perhaps motorcycles or watercraft or other seasonal business. And you might be asking, well, why four and a half months and not six months? Well, a lot of renewals will come between 30 and 45 days with the offer in the mail if it's a direct build account. And I like to get a little bit ahead of the renewal to see if I can tell them a little bit about what we have to offer. Now, the next batch is going to be the annual follow-ups. I like to reach out to people about 10 and a half months or 10 months in one week since the last communication. Let's say, for example, you communicated with someone and they purchased a policy in January of the previous year. So you reach out to them around October or November and say, hey, I remember you were looking for a policy and you might have purchased something around a certain time last year. I'd love to show you again this year what I can do. And you're giving yourself some lead time to get in before the renewal is sent to them. On the commercial side, renewals are often processed differently if you're dealing with surplus lines policies. So the agent might have to reach out to them and they might not be communicating with their customers right now. Or they might be in a situation where they have not been thinking about their renewal because there are other things going around and they have not received any letters in the mail for a direct bill renewal. So now is your time to get their attention. You want to get in before the renewal. Now, it's not just about renewals. There are some people who simply did not purchase coverage because they had an idea at a certain time last year or six months ago, and now they're thinking, okay, you know what, I'm going to start that business. And perhaps they might be losing their job soon, so they might want to start a new business. 
Or what if they want to start a business from home now? See, there are a lot of opportunities, and the only way you will know is if you continue to communicate with your potential customers. Another great opportunity right now is to reach out to current customers and see if they need any assistance. Perhaps now's a great time to look at packaging all those policies together. Maybe they have their home with you, but not their auto, or you find out they have some other items. Perhaps they're looking to cut the cost, but try to stay away from the focus of price and to continue to focus on great coverage. Because ultimately, insurance, as you know, is becoming a commodity and price is becoming a huge factor. But if you can distinguish the product that you have and show the value of it, then that, once again, creates great opportunity. So ask yourself, what am I doing right now? Is this the time I should be relaxing and taking some time off? Well, that might be right for some people, but that is certainly not what I'm doing right now. Right now, I'm doing several things. First, I am working on new marketing items. I've been working on honing my skills for different types of email design and other forms of electronic marketing so that they will be ready when the time comes to send them out. I've been building new sequences or what you might call a series of follow-ups. It's also called a drip marketing campaign. These all have a lot of different names, but the idea is the same. So you don't just create that in five minutes. You need some time to put that together. So now is a time when you want to improve your skills as well. Spend some time, as I mentioned before, making sure that you have a good understanding of the products you sell. And then how are you going to market them? I feel like I can't stress how important marketing is in this modern world. Think about this. You could be a dentist. You could be the world's greatest dentist. You could have 10 different credentials, 20 years of experience, and the most beautiful office and most modern technology in the world. But if you have no customers who know about it and no one knows who you are, then you just won't have any business. You know, every time I get a marketing email from a carrier and they announce a new product or there's a new special endorsement that's available, I think, wow, this is so great. I really would love to tell people about this. And then I pause and say, wait a minute, how am I gonna even get the word out about this? And that's why I'm constantly thinking about marketing. I also, of course, as I mentioned, you should do as well, spend a lot of time studying policies and looking at the exclusions and getting to know the product really well. I think that if you understand your product very well, it will make you a better salesperson. And I don't like to use the word salesperson because it often conjures the image of something like a used car salesman, but you work in insurance and often people are contacting you because they want to buy your product. But what I find is when people tell me that they're struggling with their sales, I find out that they don't really even know the products that well. They don't even understand certain things about general liability or professional liability. On the personal line side, they might not understand what permissive user coverage is or why another quote from another carrier really isn't that good even though it's the same price or might offer supposedly more coverage. It's very important to understand all the different policies that you sell. Let's look at what might happen when this is all over. 
First, if you're an agent who brings in their own business or a producer, as people like to say, you might come out of this after prepping a lot of marketing and researching products and saying, you know what? Wow. Now I have all of these pre-made marketing things ready to go. I have a list of people I want to call. I have emails I need to send. I have a lot of new things to tell people about. And I can't wait till businesses reopen and people are talking again about starting new companies. I'm going to have so many things I can do and so many ways that I can help people. I'm just going to get right back into it and get out of the gate first and start running. That's the energy that I like to see. Now let's talk about the other side. If you're an agency owner, what might you be thinking? You might be thinking, well, while everyone was at home, I realized I didn't need that one person who was doing a certain thing. But let me ask myself, who are the stars? Who really stood out during this tough time in the industry? Those are my go-to people. And I really want to focus on harnessing the energy of my core team. I remember when I was in college and I heard someone say something about the core group of people. At first, I didn't understand what that meant until I started looking at the roster in our group. And I noticed there are 50 people in the group, but for some reason, only 10 people ever seemed to attend the events and help contribute uh, with their time and organizational skills. And that's when I realized the core was the strength. So as an agency owner, you might be looking at your core right now and thinking, who are the people who are going to help take us to the next level, who are going to help us get out of whatever we've been dealing with right now during this downturn, and who's going to help build us up and accelerate our growth? That's what I think a lot of agency owners are going to be thinking. Of course, at the same time, I do want to remind you that it is important to be loyal to people who've helped support your business, especially over an extended period of time. I think that there are probably a lot of people out there who have had people working at their agencies for 30 or more years, and it's important to acknowledge that as well. So let's look at today's takeaways. Number one, now is not the time for slacking. It's the time for hard work. Now is the time for innovation. They say that necessity is the mother of all invention. And if you have systems that you've been considering using, and I don't mean software that you have to spend thousands of dollars on, I mean systems that you've wanted to implement, such as a follow-up system or other client intake methods, now is the time to be analyzing that and really creating an efficient system. As a reminder, of course, if you join the Planet of the Agents Club online, I do have quite a few of my own systems that I have available for download for the members, such as follow-up forms and sample scripts and emails, as well as simplified quoting forms so that I would only spend time gathering the information that's required rather than asking tons of pointless questions dragging on the conversation with potential customers. Number two, now is the time to follow up and stay connected. Don't lose touch with your key clients and follow up with those people who have shown an interest in the past. Even if they're not interested today, you're just reminding them that you're still available and that you'll be able to help them again in the future when the time comes. And listen, the time is going to come for people to open new businesses and the time is going to come for a large group of people to return back to work. Number three, if you own your agency, now is the time to analyze your inefficiencies. 
Listen, being efficient is so important in the modern world. We are competing with the internet. That means we're competing with computers. Computers tend to be highly efficient, and the process of purchasing insurance online is highly efficient. Notice that I didn't say anything about the coverage or the price. The issue is efficiency, and a lot of people are looking for efficiency. I know that people always think the internet has a better deal, so to speak, but I don't think that's always what it is. I think that many times people are willing to pay for convenience, and they might actually pay more just if it's easier. In an upcoming episode, I'm going to be discussing how efficiency is key to selling small business insurance, as people are not looking to wait anymore. So thank you again for joining me on this episode. Please, please send your questions, your comments, your show suggestions to Dave at planetoftheagents.com. Once again, that's Dave, D-A-V-E, at planetoftheagents.com. As a reminder, there is a discount code available for the Planet of the Agents Club on the website. Simply use coupon code PODCAST, once again, that's PODCAST, when signing up for the club. It starts as low as $4.99 a month. It's a very uh, low cost to get quite a bit of information, and I have quite a large amount of information in the resource section with sample forms, as I mentioned, and templates and things that I've been using over the last, oh, more than 15 years. And I've been around both the retail side and the wholesale side of the business. So I'm familiar with the complaints and the inefficiencies of quite a few people in the uh, channel of distribution of insurance. So thank you once again, and I hope that everyone out there is staying healthy right now while you're working from home, and I can't wait for all of us to get back out, head back to our offices or whatever place of work you like, whether it's a Starbucks or if you're the kind of person who still travels around and meets clients and works from their car. All right. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to Planet of the Agents. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And head over to our website at planetoftheagents.com to sign up for our newsletter and get even more information on how to grow your insurance agency.